All right, it's the Brian and Kendra Show. Uh, thanks for listening. We are going to be learning some new stuff today, I hope. Okay, I mean, does We've been it, around, but go ahead. Does it look obvious that we're in a new place? Uh, no. Except it for the sign behind me. Yeah, because we've advanced our location. We have. We have moved. <laughs> you guys don't even know how hard it is for me to say it like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that cheese factor was even more than I could handle. All right, so I do want to say that, though, because yes. we do. We've got some new digs. We've moved. We, we like to move to know That's what crazy. our buyers go through. That's right. My wife will let me, and so I have to move everybody else around me. <laughs> So it's a little so, chaotic, and bless his heart, Nathan has been, like, busting it this morning to try to yes. get this part all ready again, because we were a little bit delayed in our move, and we had a, we had a visitor today, so we couldn't just, we couldn't just reschedule. Right. So uh, we have Cammie McAbee. Yes. Hi. Thanks yes. for having us. And I just forgot your appraisal company's name. It's Elizabeth Real Estate Appraisal Company. Elizabeth Real Estate Appraisal Company. I, I, that's, mm, it's not connecting for me. It's a little long. <laughs> than I intended to. Yeah. We're hoping I could pull some other stuff into it at one yep. point in time. Still hope we can. So. Well, I bet you can. I bet you can. So thank you for joining us. We want to talk about appraisals today. I wanted to get a little bit of the fun stuff out of the way first. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so um, we went to adult prom this weekend. Was that fun? It, it was, it was all right. It was kind of fun to like, I thought I'm not really a dress up kind of girl. I thought, well, and then it really got kind of fun. Because you don't get to do that too often out no. in Western Oklahoma. So. I texted, though. I texted Raquel, um, Raquel Raising. She's one of our friends, one of our customers. But she has just got a huge heart for Circle of Care, which was the fundraiser, um, the bene beneficiary of the yes. fundraiser. I don't, I don't even just forget the words. Y'all know what I'm saying. I do. Okay, so <laughs> she and I were texted before, and I said, I feel like I was 17. Like, I started getting ready two hours early and all this stuff. And then I realized... When I was 17, I didn't have all this silver glitter hair. Like, <laughs> totally ruined everything for me. But it was kind of cracking me up. It was fun. But shout out. Still pretty. <laughs> Thank you. Good. I'll pay you later. <laughs> um, a major shout out to the Woodward Conference Center. Is that the right? I said it right, didn't yes. I? Okay. Darcy out there is just this incredible rock star. She, I, I realized this whenever, um, I just got married this summer. And, oh, and so, congrats. thank you. <laughs> so my, my husband and I decided that we would use that as our venue. We wanted to just have a very, very small, like family and like the closest, like the flamily, you know what I'm saying? The flamily. Mm -hmm. And so I did not, I had no idea what to expect. I am not a party planner and, and bless her heart. She goes, okay, what are you going to do about this? And I went, oh, <laughs> what do you suggest? What do you think about this? Oh, like I'm bless her heart. I know she was like, this girl needs to get out more. She just takes, she just does an amazing job with helping the people who are renting the venue to just get it done, make it look beautiful. And she is just like energy and amazing and precious. And so I wanted to shout them out because it was great. It was a great, yep. the venue was nice, but she just handles everything and she's just really cool. So shout out Woodward Conference yep. Center, Darcy, man, she's a go-getter. Yep, that event, and that event turned out great this weekend. Turned it really great. did. It really did. I was really, really glad for them. We so, couldn't find any excuse you? to not go. We tried a thousand <laughs> times. But once we got there, it was okay. <laughs> I started working on your wife for the next event. Yeah. yeah. She kept running a fever all day long. <laughs> she, bless her heart. Bless her heart. I'm going to give her your green credit card from the office so she can get yes. some dresses. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of your green credit card, how was your carrot cake? Oh, man. 
It was good. So Brian, Brian bought part of their um, fundraising was a silent auction and then a live mm. auction. And Brian got a little excited. I like he's, some of those auctions. <laughs> he's very competitive. I don't I don't know how well you know him, but he's got a competitive streak. And I think somebody across the room also did. Yes. Um, so look like a good but carrot cake. But then we cake. got done, we shared because he beat me on the other cake oh, and I great. beat him on this one and then we shared them. So. Wonderful. That's it how it great. should be. All right. So that's fun. Um, and I'm not even sure what's up, but, but be paying attention to the websites for the Woodward Conference Center and, and go to some of these events. They're really great. Mm-hmm. Woodward's not dead. We were talking about how this is a small market real estate um, and small market doesn't mean nothing's going on. So real estate, how busy are you, Cammie? <laughs> I've been pretty busy and pretty consistent and um, it's a little different right now with those interest rates. Yeah. So, but I still have people in there refinancing, believe mm-hmm. it or not. It's impressive. It is. I, I do think some of them are coming off of some of those balloon or balloon loans <laughs> sure. that they had. Sure. And then um, some of them, they're just, they're needing to. And I had a guy tell right. me the other day that he was just refinancing because he was trying to get a fixed rate. And I was like, man, oh, that's a big yes. deal right now. And yes. so I'm not sure what he was at, if he was dropping or if he knew he was fixing a raise. But I was like, you know, I might right. get a little bit busier with some mm-hmm. of that coming through. But the good thing is, is I'm still staying busy. And yes. I think quite a few other people are. And uh, I think some of them are staying as busy as they want to be, too. Mm-hmm. So yes. <laughs> Well, there's always that. I mean, it's the same with with, resi- with um, buying and selling real estate as well as an agent, that, that realtors are as busy as they want to be. We talked with some students last week at the High Plains Technology Center, and that's exactly what we said. Like, your your income is really based on how much you work. And so if you're like, well, I just really need this, then you only work that. Right. And so it, it is, it's kind of a flexible job that you have. Oh, it is. And that's one of the perks that I think a lot of people look into on this job. And I have a lot of people and they're like, oh, they work what they want to work and not very not much. exactly and, like that. <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, and I think it depends on your market too. Because yes, there's some of those, you know, rural appraisers and they work in those rural areas mm-hmm. where there might not be a lot of houses going right. and selling, but they're they're very knowledgeable of that area mm-hmm. and that's how they want to be. And that's what they, you yes. know, they're proficient in that type of area. So, yes. but. So I was just thinking, Cami Maccabee, that's a new name to our area. So I quizzed you a little bit before we began. You didn't grow up in Woodward. You relocated to Woodward. Correct. Yes. Yeah. I grew up um, down uh, south of Elk City, actually, in a small town, went to a small school and my husband is from Elk City. And so when I met him, we uh, kind of relocated and we planned on staying there until something right. brought something different for us. And he had a job opportunity up here and I said, well, let's go. And so we came up here <laughs> and we moved away from family and came up here and we didn't know anybody. And Rhett's very conversational. And yeah. Y'all met him. So <laughs> anyways, he was anybody great. He hasn't met him. <laughs> so um, he's great. And so he, he set us up with some friend groups and we were just we were in awe with the people up here. We were welcomed with open awesome. arms and different churches and right. different groups. And there were so many people from Elk City that was like, hey, I know this person up there. And sure enough, those people, they called us and they're like, if you need anything, let us know. Oh, that's and wonderful. So it was really great. It was I it was great. That. So it was I, it was good. I think that about Woodward, but I love Woodward. And I, I mean, I've mostly grown up here. And so it's so nice to hear that from a different perspective from somebody coming in because you know, sometimes things aren't really what you think they are. <laughs> oh, and it was different. Like I said, moving away from family, that was our biggest yes, thing. And um, we only have one daughter. 
but it was it was hard to get away from them. We mm-hmm. still go down there, and they come up here and see us. But it Wonderful. was it was an easier transition than I think most people good. would say. So yeah, it was it was good. Awesome. Well, we're glad that you're here. Um, we talked earlier, but I want to bring this up again. Do you remember? You remember Taylor? You remember the dog? Yes. <laughs> How can you forget? <laughs> I forgot that that was you until you brought it up all ago. But we were we were just talking about the different things that can happen as an appraiser. So, so an appraiser's job, like you, you just interrupt me anytime you want, and I'll just let you go. But like you have to really get in the property. So you're inside. And in fact, what do you look at when you're there? I do. So when I'm there, um, depending on the type of appraisal, if I'm sure. there on the property, it's because I got to do a full appraisal where I need to be able to go inside the home. If there's any other structures on the property, I really need to be able to see those. And that includes going to the backyard. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) looking at the house, I got to look at the condition of the home. I kind of need to look at the way it was built, you know, what type of materials was the home built with. And I just got to do my data analysis of the property itself. And so sometimes that involves running into the pets or critters that are on the property. So So I loved this. Like, I mean, I didn't love it for you, but I thought I knew I was like, this is the best story. I can't wait to share it. So you called, you'd scheduled it in advance and said, I need to go back into this property. I need to be able to be in the backyard, yada, yada, yada. We called the seller. He said, yeah, not a problem. The dog won't be there. (laughs) You, Brian had already been bit by the dog. Uh, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> so when you got there that morning, you called and you said, hey, I'm in the middle of the backyard and the dog is here. And I think I'm okay if I go slow. Nope. <laughs> nope. If I don't move, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I hung up and I said, Brian, you've got to go rescue her. Yep. And well, you can knew, be bit. Don't let her be bit. Was. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> he did get there fast and he was on the way before you ever got off the phone with me. And yeah. I still don't know if you text him or if you just were like holding up the phone for him at the office. But the worst part about that is I was not expecting that dog no, because I'm we so were told sorry. he was supposed to be gone and it happens. <laughs> And um, I walked away from that experience thinking, okay, what would you do differently? I know, right? Do you carry the stick or do you start carrying dog treats? I don't know. I don't know either, but I wasn't (laughs) expecting this puppy. And most of the pets, I have respect for them. It's their home. And they're just trying to protect it or they don't know who I am. Right. And I have my tablet. I use a tablet. Um, I don't use the paper and cardboard or the clipboard anymore. Right. And so I've got that. Sometimes I've got my tape measure and you <laughs> name it. Yeah, my hands are juggling and, and the dog. That's how it was that day. And um, that was just for a final. So normally I just kind of hop out right. and get back in. And I actually took my phone that day because I was Thank like, goodness. always take your phone now. Don't ever not take your phone. And uh, he just surprised me. I will say right. that. So, And then I was trying to like see his name. It was like, maybe if I put his name in there, he'll calm down or she will. And I was like, oh, your name's Rocky. Okay. Of course you know, it is. So <laughs> it was it was an experience. I guess it's better so. than killer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm glad you've got a good uh, sense of humor about that because that it did, man. I knew. I thought, oh, gosh, no. But then I also knew this is going to be fun later. Yes. <laughs> it was funny afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you were so kind about it. I appreciate that. Okay, so you alluded a second ago that different appraisals require different types of inspections. Mm-hmm. I want to say first that when I say the term inspection, it doesn't mean what a lot of buyers think it means. Right. You're not looking to make sure. I don't I don't think you do. Correct me. I don't think you're going through and checking, are the sinks leaking? And are, nope. What what are you looking for? Because you're not doing a home inspection. No, I'm not. That's what. So a lot of people they kind of run yes. those terms together, yes. and they're two totally different 
entities, different types of jobs. And so you reference the sink. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not checking to see if it's leaking, but if I'm opening up those cabinets, I want to check and see, oh, have you had previous leaks or is it leaking Mm -hmm. now? And that can lead into, you know, the condition that the home is in now. Um, Different types of loans, you know, depending on what the lender needs, if the lender specifically asks, hey, you know, make note if there's leaking sinks, then, you know, I need to put that in there. And does that impact the marketability or does that affect its value? And so, yes, we look for those things, but I'm not going through and checking every single thing like your home inspector might be doing. So, It's the five hours you spend in the kitchen mastering your famous recipe or spending quality time with your family. Other insurance companies may just see it as a house. It's not just a house, it's your home. Hi, I'm State Farm Agent Kevin Kanzler, and I see your home as the time and memories you put into them. I understand what your things really mean to you, and I'm here to help give them the protection they deserve. My office is located on the corner of 13th and Oklahoma and Woodward to call me at 580-256-2216 for your home insurance today. On Point Land Survey can take care of all your residential, commercial, and industrial survey needs. This family-owned and operated business proudly serves Northwest Oklahoma. These lifelong Northwest Oklahoma residents with over 22 years of experience are ready to serve you with the latest equipment and capable trucks to get your job done. Call On Point Land Survey today at 580-256-6757 or stop by 1918 Main Street in Woodward, Oklahoma or visit their website at onpointlandsurveyok.com. Professional. Trusted. Local. I think that's, I think I wanted to establish that like right off the bat. So what is an appraisal versus a home inspection? So we've talked recently about home inspections. We won't go into all that again, but home inspector is really detailed, looking through very specific things around the home, checking outlets, checking light switches, all those different things. I don't think that you have to be that detailed. No. But the the purpose of an appraisal versus a home inspection is totally different. So what is the appraisal? What is the purpose? So the appraisal, uh, I wrote down some little definitions for everybody just so (laughs) so everybody kind of knew. But the appraisal itself is the actor process of developing an an opinion of value. Mm -hmm. And then the appraisal report is the communication of that opinion value to the client. Um, In most cases, if I've got you guys involved, that's a that's a lender, you know, the bank. Right. And, um, you know, if I, if it's just a refinance, you know, that's still probably going through the lender, but I can do appraisals. That's not through a lender. I can do them for attorneys or, um, estate purposes and things like that. And so it's important to know that, um, up front who your client is. And that really determines what the problem is to be solved and scope of work that you're doing for the appraisal. So, Okay, so that leads me into something else I hadn't even really considered. We mostly just see an appraisal for a residential purpose, a residential purchase purpose. So a lender puts out their little um, order to the vendor. You pick up the order, and and those are where you are just going to appraise the property um, in the respect of some, a single-family residence. Somebody's mm-hmm. going to live there. Not so much investment, all those different things. But you can value a property, like you can value one property in three different ways. Right. And so it really depends on what this, the, the problem is that your lender is asking. Um, are we doing this loan because it's for a purchase? Is it for a refinance? Um, is it for foreclosure purposes? Right. And so it's very important to know that and to be on the same page. So uh, some of those vendors you're talking about, mm-hmm. those are appraisal management companies. Mm-hmm. And so the lender, they go through those appraisal management companies, and then they send out what we call an engagement letter. And that goes to the appraiser. And it's kind of, it gives you the full rundown of what the lender is wanting and what they're expecting 
and uh, certain lenders have certain requirements that they they require on the homes that they lend mm-hmm. on, and so you got to read through those, make sure you're not missing some of those. Right. But that's what uh, that's kind of the basis on how it starts right there for our process. And once you figure out the problem, then you just keep going into it and working from there. Awesome. Okay, so this is one of my favorite questions. I told you this, and you're like, "Huh, oh, so vague." Um, we often hear like a buyer will or a seller will tell us whenever we go to do a CMA, a comparative market analysis, which is nowhere near as detailed as what you do, but we have to establish some kind of a value right. to begin to to see where we could properly list a property so that it would sell in a timely fashion for a reasonable what appears to be reasonable within the market. Mm -hmm. So when we go and we talk to a seller and a seller goes, but I have this appraisal from (laughs) way back when for this much money. And you're telling me now, so how long is an appraisal good for? Well, that is a good question. And that answer varies. Um, The most common response you're going to get from an appraiser is they're going to say no more than 12 months. And Mm -hmm. that that's the answer that you get more often than not. That's because most of the time when you're working with lenders, they don't want to use comparable sales that are older than 12 months old. So, you know, that's kind of a timeline there. Mm -hmm. But honestly, it really just depends on your market. You know, is it a really volatile market right now where you've got prices going up and then dropping? Right. And if they are, you know, if you have the appraisal at the high of the prices, you know, going up, then Mm -hmm. that appraisal is good right there. But, you know, three months down the road, you might have a market that's going down. And so I know that's frustrating and that's frustrating to, you know, describe to some of those borrowers that have paid for those loans Mm -hmm. or even if they're not borrowers, but they just got one. But that's just the point of it. And the appraisal is good for the effective date, you know, so on that day that we did it, this is what the market Mm -hmm. was doing. This is what we showed for our data that we had. And there's just, there's no way to tell if that's what it's going to be like in three, right. six, nine months down the road. And so that's, it's it's a hard to answer it that is. with a definite answer. So and I think even within the, even within the scope of 12 months or six months or three months, then comes the pockets mm-hmm. because this 1300 square foot house may have had like 15 comps three months ago, oh, but yes. it may not have any comps today. Oh, and, that, and that's, that's a huge tricky. factor. Yes. Yeah. And so when at the, I say the height of COVID and everybody mm-hmm. was selling, you had all these comps that you could use from. Right. So, you know, as an appraiser, that was great because we had all this data and it was mm-hmm. good data. And, you know, it wasn't at a time where the supply was really low and you only had five houses sell for that month, you know? Right. And so that, that makes a big effect on it too. And um, there's other things, you know, not just the market, but what did the, you know, your market area, did it change? Did the land right. use change around mm-hmm. your property? Um, did a pig farm go on next to your house? Right. You know, or, you know, or uh, is there a new development right mm-hmm. next to it? And so those things can affect it too. And that's hard for some people to see, but they're not appraisers. They're not real estate right. agents. They don't, they're not as knowledgeable at some of that. And I don't expect them to be, sure. the lender doesn't, no. but that's why it's, it's nice to be able to understand and try to give those people that understanding of why it can change like that. So I I had an example. So last week, I don't know, Wednesday, Thursday evening, I get in, I get a message from another appraisal. Hey, Kendra. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, what are you needing? Like I just knew. (laughs) And sure enough, he said, here's the deal. I'm working on this um, appraisal for a barn dominium. And he said, I can't find a single comp within the last 12 months. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh my gosh, it's been exactly 12 months since we sold our last our last barn dough. And so I, I mean, I looked, do I even have the appraisal? No, I don't. 
So, but I found the appraiser that did that one. So I said, here, connect with him because uh-huh. I know that he'll have some ideas. That's, they connect that's with you great. <laughs> yeah. Using your peers to, yeah, to yeah. bring some ideas off of. But I thought, oh my gosh, that's tough. And that, that's, that's what we want. I just wish to goodness I could find how to really explain that well. When I moved to Woodward in 2008, I wanted to buy a little 10-acre tract of land. Mm-hmm. Um, this is so funny now because <laughs> I would be miserable if I had that little funny tract of land. changes, yeah. huh? <laughs> but it's hilarious because over that 10 years, or I guess it's longer than that, 2008 is whenever that was. So um, I wanted to just put like a little cheapy tiny, um, I was just going to pull on a little single wide, mm-hmm. and then we were going to build or pull on a nicer manufacturer home later. I just really wanted, and it had like this perfect view of Woodward. I mean, it was, per- I was just dreaming, dreaming. And, and why not dream? Yeah. Why not? You might get that. Why not? <laughs> and, and our lender talked us out of it because they said, one, because I was really leaning toward a manufactured home so I could do it quick, do it easy. Mm-hmm. She said, there are no comps. You will never be able to resell it. And I thought, well, then immediately we're selling all these manufactured homes. And Brian is like the king. Like for <laughs> reals, if you need manufactured home comps, he's like, it's it's crazy. And so then I was disappointed. And then I would see all these comps and I thought, well, because six months later, we did have a ton of nice manufactured homes that were selling. Mm-hmm. But then recently, I did a CMA, and I was like, there's not a comp to be had. <laughs> or they're way down here in right. this price range and this square footage size. And then you have these way up here, and you're like, there's but no I balance in between the there for this. One. <laughs> yeah, for real. So I think that that's something that it's just hard to understand unless you're in it. And sometimes you have to be in it for a season to be able to see oh, well, we had them there, but we didn't have them here, but then we had them here again. That's a hard concept. It is, and that's a lot of the appraisal process right there is going through that. And a lot of times when that, if that's in your report, that's what the lender's looking for, you know. Right. If they get it back and they're like, they only oh. found one, you know, <laughs> what's that telling me about this market? Right. And and so they use that in some of their risk analysis mm-hmm. when they're looking at things like that. And so, but that is hard for the homeowner to look at because, you know, they're like, my home's well taken care of. You know, I've been out here for 10 years. I'm having problems. Right. And now it comes up time you want to sell it. But, you know, it just, it, exactly. it's that way sometimes. It really depends on the market. It is. It does. Oh, and the markets can be so crazy. Okay. Um, I had something. Oh, this was one of the things I wanted to address. Low appraisals. I know, are you in the hot seat right now? <laughs> Low appraisals. Yeah, a little bit. That's okay. Well, because it's hard for a buyer to understand. This is what's really funny. A lot of times the people that panic the most are the buyer. Right. It's actually kind of the buyer's best interest if they can renegotiate to a lower contract price. Yes, yeah. But it panics everybody. It panics the agents. It panics the lender. probably panics you. It it does. It's not comfortable. It's, it doesn't feel good at all. It's not. So when that happens, um, you know, we we do the appraisal on bias, objectively and impartially, right. and we're not trying to hit a predetermined value. You know, I'm not trying to hit that contract price, and we're trying to show you what the market is showing. Sure. So when it does come in low, it's, it's kind of a ripple effect, and, mm-hmm. you know, I think the appraisers, they're sympathetic to what's happening, or sure. would it be maybe empathetic to that? And, uh, but that's, that's our job to do the risk analysis and to come right. up with that value on it. And it sets in a whole new play for me. Cause I'm like, okay, did I miss something? You know, right. there was a realtor involved, you know, what sales did they use? And it kind of goes back to, you know, you may need to ask more questions and see sure. what's there, but it does happen sometimes. And, it does. and where you said it's in the buyer's interest, you know, that's how I think I'm like, well, I just saved you from overpaying, you know, X right. amount of dollars. 
But sometimes it happens. And I think what we're seeing right now is we still have some of those people trying to shoot off um, asking prices with the COVID, you know, and they might get a cash buyer that might pay that and then they might not. And that's hard to to put that in the report sometimes because I'm like, I don't have any other houses that are even asking this up there. And, you know, that's important to put into the report. And so, and they look for some of that. It is. It does get tricky. I mean, I, I don't know if this was on the same show we laughed about your dog experience or not, but like we had one recently that it was a great house. I mean, it was a great house. There were no comps. It just, there were no comps. And so the value that we had come up with, we're like, this just seems so low. And, and it sold, I mean, it didn't make it to the market and it sold higher value. The appraiser called and goes, we, what, what in the world? We're like, (laughs) how did this happen? We know, but I'm telling you, it's right. (laughs) But just because we know it's right, just because the buyer knew it's right, just because the seller knew it's right. It wasn't something that could be proven on paper. And unfortunately, that's what the lender needs is to prove on paper that the value of the contract is really the value of the house. They, and that's your job. They need that. They need it yeah. to be able to set forth and get that in motion for that loan. Right. They do. <laughs> we get it. Okay. So the, the follow-up question to that is then I have buyers who go, oh, well, of course it came in right at the contract price. <laughs> yeah. But and, you just said that has no value. I mean, we, we do have a bearing. No, we don't. We don't have a predetermined value. If we did, then there wouldn't be a need for me. And you'd have a, we already have a free market, but everybody would be asking whatever price they'd want to ask for a property and they'd be getting it. And there's yes. no telling what other chaos that would involve. So. I mean, we saw it. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, yeah. That is one of the things I never thought I'd see, but COVID did show us what happens if, yeah. Wow. That just got, it didn't get as nuts here. No. I have noticed that we there are some areas. We were a little bit calmer here. Well, a little bit. Yeah. And everybody saw some of those where they were like, oh, I'll never get that for it. And then <laughs> you see it and it came through and closed and you're like, whoa, how did what that, how did that do that? You know? And so it was, it was a learning game for everybody. Oh my so. goodness. Wasn't it though? And then of course we have the ones with the, we just put $47,000 with the new windows in our house. <sighs> That's hoping nice. they can, That's a really they great buyer incentive. Yeah, well, that happens sometimes too, and or that barn that's out back, and yeah. they can tell you exactly what they paid for it ten years ago, and mm-hmm. it, yep. But you gotta have the data to show that, and so. <laughs> yep, yep. So yeah, and that's a hard. We have a hard time with that as well, and and proving value of a forty-seven thousand dollar window upgrade is. You got to find somebody that knows what a window's worth. You got to have another house that had those same windows, windows done. And, yeah. yeah. And I don't know why we don't have those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it had windows when you started. <laughs> right. That's tricky, isn't it, yeah. though? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here's what I really want to know, because um, I think this will help you and it'll help us and it'll help our buyers and sellers. Um, how do we help you to have a more successful appraisal experience? What do you need? And I know I didn't give you this, so I am kind of just like, hey, have fun with this. Things like having an access to the attic. Give me some quick tips that just the things that that are hardest for you whenever you're doing an appraisal so that we can help our sellers be more prepared. Yeah, um, just kind of tell them the process of what we need. Like, hey, they're going to need access to the inside of the home because I still have people say, oh, you have to come into the house. I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> um, yeah, so have those areas ready. Um I have people tell me all the time, does my house have to be clean? Well, you know, I know you're living there. It doesn't have to be spotless, but I need to be able to see what the property is. Mm -hmm. So if you have your laundry all over your living room floor, I can't see what the living room floor looks like. Um, So having the house picked up where we can see that. 
Uh, if you do have, you know, attic access, like have that available. If we need to get up there and see that, have your utility closet where I can get in there and see your hot water heater so I can see if those mechanical right. systems have been updated, um, if they're original to when the home was built. The backyard, um, make sure it's mowed. So if you have a storm cellar that's down there, I can see it above the two sure. foot tall grass, you know. And <laughs> so, so having it picked up and stuff, that is a big part of it. And then just communication. That's what, tell them if you have questions, ask me. I can ask mm -hmm. them um, or have those questions ready when I get there. Awesome. And I'll answer as much as I can without having to refer them back to their sure. lender or to their realtor. And so awesome. preparedness. <laughs> thank you. I got us right up to the last second. Right yes. But thank you so much for joining us. We really did appreciate we you and appreciate, appreciate all your information. Thanks for having me. Somebody local. It's good. Have yeah. local people doing our appraisals. It is. Well, I appreciate Definitely. you guys a no lot. Problem. No problem. <laughs> thank you. Thanks again. It's the Brian Kinder Show. See you next time.